Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. Hallelujah. Praise God. I see God favoring you. Let's be seated. I see God favoring somebody. Now, I am. I discovered that there is a difference between religion and pursuit of God or Christianity. And the only way you can pursue God is through Christ. But there's a difference between religion and pursuit of God. Some people are Christians. Or some of us are Christians, but every now and then, or for most parts of our Christian lives, we are actually practicing religion. Because there's no pursuit of God. You are doing church, but you are not pantering after God. The psalmist said, Psalm 42, verse 1, As the deer pants for the water brooks, so my soul pants. So you are not Panting, blessed are they that hunger and thirst. So it's important that every activity you you engage in must give an expression to your hunger, panting, and pursuit of God. So if you are seven in the ashes, you are doing it because you really love God and you really are engaging your heart for God. If you are serving the music department, you are, you are doing it because... So then it gets to a time where you know some things are discouraging you, but you do it because you are, it's for God. You know, sometimes your child is... Those of us who have uh, children, like your, your child is hungry and you have to wake up and especially your mother go and fix something. But really, you are so tired. Had it not been for this child, you would not do it. But just for the child. You are doing it not because it's so pleasurable to do it. The demand, you are not ready for that. But because of certain conditions you have given yourself to. You know, so there are things you do uh, in church which is because of your pursuit of God. One of the things that have personally been a great blessing to me is that has unagated much of the things I do. I don't forgive you because I want to forgive you. I forgive you because I'm actually pursuing God. I don't, I, I just... I have to do become pursuing God. <laughs> do, you, do you understand what I'm saying? So there are things that I, I will do not because I want to do it. And other times there are things that I do because I love God so much, it has become normal. I just enjoy doing it anyway. Like preaching and teaching. You hang around me, I'll preach to you. Anytime, anywhere. I actually love to preach. I love to preach. But I'm saying this because it's not a bother not to take. Not to take. I mean, it doesn't bother me not to take from you when I preach to you. But how many of you know when you hurt me, it bothers me to forgive you? I'm, no, I'm talking on the sacrifices. So sometimes you will do things for God because you love God. Other times you do things for God. You will do things for others, not because you, are, you want to do it out of this, the love. Or not like you enjoy doing it. You don't enjoy doing it, but because of your pursuit of God, you just do it. 
You, you just do it. That's, it helps in marriage a lot. It really helps. You just, you just, you can't afford not to forgive your wife. It will be too complex for your blessings. You can't afford not to forgive your husband in spite of what they have done. Now, so there should be a pursuit of God. Are you listening to me? There should be a pursuit of God in, in your praise and worship. It's not the, just the music. There should, as you are singing, it's like, I really love God. I, 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 when you hang around me a little bit, Every now and then you hear me say things like, and I'm not saying it because I want to impress you. Sometimes I just go, can't help it. When I was in love with many years ago, the lady I wanted to marry, those times are heavyweight love feelings. How many of you know that? You can't sleep. You're always thinking about them. When I was, I had a picture of my wife everywhere I go. And I, when you meet me, you hear about her. I talk about her always. When, when you are in love with something, you don't struggle to do it. Now, when you are even singing praise and worship in church or by yourself, like I was telling you, when people are around me, sometimes I just don't, can't help what is in my heart. Uh, recently, I was with some guys when someone was playing music. The music of Jesus. I just told them, there are about three guys standing there. I told them, I just, I just want to be in church. I, I said, guys, I love Jesus. I just love this church thing. I wasn't faking it. That thing was eating me too much. I, I was talking it. I was saying it. So much of the time, coming to church is not really a problem for me. I, not because of preaching. Oh, no. I just love God. And there's, I'm pursuing God in a very unrelenting manner. Now, why am I saying all these things? Your fasting must have a high dimension of pursuit of God, not just a religious tick box. Because then, if there's not strong pursuit of God in it, the result it generates is very limited or none. But it just feel, it's a feel-good exercise. But, but there's not a dimension of pursuit of God behind it. So then, when you are forgoing some food, you, your motivation is, I really love God. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm believing God for some. Listen, if you are told you die next week, I don't think fasting for two days will be a problem for you. For God to intervene. When we do well in troubles, <laughs> we tend to do well in our pursuit of God in troubles. There are people here who had not been for the issue and you won't be here. Problems have made you keep your feet here. But it's not bad. If the problems drive you to Jesus, even when he says that I can't give the children's uh, bread to the dogs, you will tell him the dogs to eat crumb. I need to get this. I'm, I'm talking about a certain pursuit that will not settle for anything less. So then when you are coming to church, you can't, you say, oh, I, I will leave the house at 5.30. So can you make sure you get here and then we can go together. And 5.30 is not here. I'm, I'm going, sorry. I just, you know, it's not personal. I have to go. Let's meet there. 540 is not, I'm going. My wife is not ready. Leave her. <laughs> so, in this fasting thing, you must come on the table. So like, today as you're fasting, there's something on your heart. You want to be filled by the Holy Spirit or there's a case you are believing God. God actually answers prayers. But sometimes we take it casually. 
So we, we, don't, we don't see the manifestation because there's not a, a drive behind what you are doing. You are fasting and you come to church and you are, you are fighting over a seat. You are so picky. You are so petty about which seat, where they sit. Some people who have made themselves that you always have to sit at the aisle. I know you are not spiritual enough. I know. And it's not because you want to dance like maybe pastor, he, like, you know, but it's not because you want to dance. You just want convenience. I, so, I feel sorry for you. Because there is something wrong with your pursuit. But you haven't realized it. You haven't realized it. So there are people, what I'm trying to say, you don't know I've noticed you already. All this shaking. There are things I've noticed you haven't realized I've noticed. When there is a genuine passion and genuine pursuit, nobody can easily interfere with you. A lot of things, when you are hungry for God, like you, someone, you will never be told you have a, a week to live in Jesus' name. Amen. But someone has been told that they have a certain a short period. Uh, when they come, they don't care where Usher puts them to sit. Edge or where. Actually, he wants to come close enough. Because I need God. I want, it's different if you're an Usher, you are working and won't, you go every night they have to get up. But people who are so animated on where you sit, in fasting times too, there's something wrong. So you think you are fasting, but you are just being religious. You are just, you are not, you, when you are pursuing God, a lot of things, I don't care. It's like a woman who is looking desperately for healing. She doesn't really care about makeup. There are some ladies, when you lay hands on them, the way they, they, they can, they, we can fall somewhere. They don't care. They are actually so hungry. They don't care. You can see my hair. So what? Who doesn't have hair? Do you understand? Pursuit changes every so from the morning as you wake up, you have an agenda. This fasting, I believe God. Some of you, the reason why your marriage didn't show up last year is because all the fastings, it was religious. You were not pursuing God. God said about David that he's a man after my heart. First Samuel chapter 13, I think verse 14 or so. So it's a it's a man after my heart. Do you know what that means? Well, every time God is going, he's just he's taking God's heart. Every, he, he won't leave my heart alone. This guy will not leave my heart alone because of his attitude. There are things that you will do and Jesus cannot pass by. Luke 19, he says, Zacchaeus, come from down from retreat today. Okay? Because this extreme step you have taken, I'll stay in your house. Like the, blind, the woman with the issue of blood. She pushed so much. Because she said to herself, this fasting period, if I may touch by his garment, I know I'll get my healing. Jesus said, no, because of this, I can't move on. He was screaming, screaming, Mark chapter 10, screaming, screaming, Jesus of the Nazareth, making noise. Others were complaining. I don't care. I shall put him in a seat. I can't be bothered. Wherever I sit, you put me, I don't care. I need a miracle from God. I need an encounter. This is the, you must have a certain attitude. And that one, you, no one can give it to you. No one can give it to you. And I'm telling somebody the reason why things, you, you've, you've gone through a series of fast, fastings, but things haven't materialized. And that, that is those kind of pursuits that make people undergo personal fastings. Personal fastings and quests. God, I need an answer. God, I need an answer. Most of the great things that God has done in this ministry is because I, I was desperate and I went, to, uh, I went away. I need you, God. 
I need you, God. I need you, God. Is it, it my, if you don't do it, then I'd kill me. There was, I came to a point in time that I was ready to die if God would not show up. I'm no more interested in living. Pursuit. So then, you get up in the morning, and before you go to bed, you actually, your mind is prepared for today, what the, this fasting. Your mind is an advance, waiting for the morning's fast. It's like when you have a big event, uh, next day, you know, sometimes you don't even sleep, you, you dream about it. Yeah. You, so, exam, yeah, exam, examination is like that. And you wake up in the morning, you can't forget. You can't forget. Even the time you wake up. Because now, you don't wake up in the normal time. Because you know today, hmm, I really, I, I'm really ready to fast. And not just fast and go through the motions, but God must just visit me. God, this time. I'm, I'm telling somebody that this year of all-round rest will really be your year of all-round rest. And so you're going through the day, someone is tempting you, your mind is on the fasting, and you know that Satan is trying to distract me. So, you see, you're, you are preoccupied by this pursuit that is difficult for the enemy to just interfere with you. And when it's time for church, you live before others. You don't care who is not here. You are here. And you, you are here to meet God. And what is it? Let's pray. You are busy praying. You are busy praying. We are, you are busy praying. Let's, let's lift our hands and give God rest. You are so engaged because this is your fasting. You know something must happen. And watch this. Watch this. So you wake up in the morning. You are fasting. You, we have our general prayer topics. But you also have a certain prayer topic. Because that one, I can't give it to you. <laughs> There are certain prayers, prayer topics we can't, I can't give it to you. There are certain prayer topics your condition gives it to you. <laughs> your condition gives it to you. And that's why when people are at ease, they can't be bothered. They miss God easily. You can imagine the number of people who were following Jesus when he told the Zacchaeus, a tax collector, today I'll come to your house. But the guy went through all the process of climbing a tree. Jesus said, come down. Today I'll, I'll come to your house. Salvation has come to your house. I will come to your house. Because of this thing you have, you have done me today, I'll come to your house. A lot of things, you can easily move God towards you. Yeah. Irrespective of how long you have been in church or how long you've not been in church. So, when you, and then you come and they say, let's pray. If you have not heard the topic, you already, you already have a topic. <laughs> You already have a topic. They give the topic, then you pray and say, let's pray. You are praying. I see God answering somebody's prayer. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Karis Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.